Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Shrine Podcasts. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. I should have said the name of the show. Shrine Podcasts presents The Traitors. <laughs> Woohoo! We're back, baby. It's a new year. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rebecca. And we're a bit ropey after the Christmas, but sure, look, we're ready to get stuck into a stunning new series. So, so, so excited that The Traitors is back for season two. The obsession with Claudia Winkleman continues to grow. And now she has a new friend in an <laughs> owl. Oh my God, I love the owl so much. I literally squealed. And like the way the, the owl was choreographed. Oh yeah. Do you know? I wonder how long Guys, it Guys, when it flew in front of the cars, how That's stunning was that? That was the bit for me. I was like, wow. Even the people in the cars were like, oh my God, look at the owl flying in front of us. So stunning. And guys, the show has gotten even more camp. Oh, yeah. I agree. Claudia talking directly to the camera as if you are the unknown fourth traitor. Oh, she is serving. And that owl was giving Hedwig... It was. I wonder what the owl's name is. Like, I want to call it Claude or some <gasps> some version of Claudia. Claude. Claude could work. We need to find out its name because that owl is a star and it deserves all the fame. And also, guys, you know, in the opening scene, like they showed all the stunning scenery, you know, the, the trees, the Scottish Highlands, the castle, the train. There was salmon in a stream. Yeah, was that CGI? I don't know. They were no, gigantic. I don't. Guys, salmon do that. They swim upstream. That's their whole thing. I was like, has somebody borrowed footage from a David Attenborough series? They look like a carp. They yeah, were huge. They were huge. I they were Scotland. fish. <laughs> Guys, not us talking about fish again. Large fish again on this podcast. But um, I think Scotland is just a stunning fish. place. When did we talk about large fish? We talked about how if you put a goldfish in a lake. Oh my God, the that they turn Brendan, into a carp. Sorry, yeah. For like 45 minutes, we were crying. It was the worst episode we've ever produced. There have been many. <laughs> well, guys, the cast that they have rounded up this year, very, very good and juicy. A few characters. So before we'd even seen the show, they'd obviously had the still images out of the different contestants. And I was obsessed with the photo of Sonia. She did like her little finger on her chin. And then when she was, when she introduced herself on the show, I was like, yeah, this is this. Sonia is season two for me. She's a breakout icon. Um, But I feel I, my little segment for today is to tell you guys about the cast. And there's a few dark horses in there. I'm I'm very excited about the people that they found. 
Oh, I'm excited to hear all about that. And I also love that uh, Aubrey has the cat called Luther Vandross. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I love Aubrey. The man's skin is stunning. He's 66. He looks incredible. Come on, he's on the oil of Ole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a throwback. <laughs> is that still out? I don't know. Brendan, it's 2024. Go on, he's talking about oil of Ole. Oh my God, I completely forgot about that. Um, so guys, I also adored at the start of the episode, right? Because we'll do a brief recap and I'll chat yeah. through all the bits happened last night I loved the way they lined them all up and I I thought originally right I said they're not going to do the same thing as last year yeah. but what I thought they might do was take the two middle people yeah, I thought same. it won't be the start it won't be the person who volunteers to be the winner and it won't be the person who volunteers to be the loser I thought they'd do the a middle complete ground. median and yeah. say me and you Reb we said let's think outside the box they're going for the yeah. middle <laughs> yeah and then she was like, we're not going to do that again. Because yeah. last season, if you, in case you haven't seen the first season of the Traitors, they took, was the last two people and then they were voted off. They're yeah, like, the Bye. two people that said they would be the weakest. She was like, I'm going to take you at your word. Bye. Oh my gosh, it was. <gasps> yeah, it was. It, it was, was such a brilliant way to start like a show that we'd never seen before. It was so, so But fun. I'm on edge now because obviously spoilers for season one. I don't know what you're here. If you haven't watched that, go back. But they took those people and they brought them back at a shocking later point. Yeah. So I'm on edge now waiting for a mission or a moment where they're going to do that again because I just think there are twists I on wonder, the way. I wonder, will they use any of season one's people in a mission in season two? Like mm. when they asked, when she asked the guards to come in and tie them to the poles yesterday, I was like, oh my God, oh, there's going to yeah. be everyone from last year. And it wasn't. Like, I wonder, will they? Yeah, you'd love if they because you know in the castle you'd love now if someone pulled a book and then a secret room opened and someone came back via that way you know yeah. sorry imagine like what what season a big brother was it where they did the big brother bed sit and two people got voted out except they never left yeah. they were just in a bed sit turning everyone's showers cold like I want shit like that I'm so excited and I love as well that already like a lot of the rules have like changed like even on that first mission in last night's show you, you, Claudia was like you need to rearrange these things and go and set it on fire but actually first you're going to be tied to a pole and you've got like these three other decisions to make before you start the mission it, yeah. they're, they're adding yeah. even more layers more to it more layers games within games yeah. and you know it's interesting to see how what you'd actually do in that case if you were a traitor would you go for the shield I feel like your man went for it too soon. I'd be Harry, doing the traitor. Yeah, yeah I'd be doing that in the next episode or the one after I wouldn't go straight to it you know that's just me it, it's just risky because you're going to turn people against you because you need to come across like a team player as well yeah but what i love about this show is and it's other shows annoy me that don't do this where i'm like you've had a whole year off like let's level up like let's change some of the competitions or the structure whereas traders is like they're gonna do that they're gonna change things we're gonna see things we've never seen before and i think that's so exciting um, okay, so will we like just kind of, I guess, discuss what happened in last night's first episode? So we obviously met everyone at the train station. They got the lovely train across the viaduct Love in the Scottish Highlands, arrived at the castle, did the lineup thing. Claudia was like, oh no, of course we're not going to do the same thing. Inside you go. Um, I guess then the round table, I guess, was the first main main thing oh, and it looks having been so used to I guess the end of season one where there's fewer people they really packed them in like 22 people around that table like they there's are there's a load of people elbow, you forget how elbow. many are in it yeah, yeah. it's a lot yeah. and like we're not going to get to know most of them then she paces around picks her treasures I thought she'd pick a different number but it was three again, three again. but then obviously it's the plot more. twist was 
that those three are going to pick a fourth. So the three traitors that she picked were Paul, Harry and Ash. Mm. And like, I don't know about you, but instantly I thought... Paul was terrible. He was just like smirking and beaming. grinning. Beaming he's the whole really time. He's really confident about it. He's like, I'm born to be a traitor. So he's 36 business manager. We've got Ash, 45 events coordinator. And Harry, 22 British army engineer. And I thought Ash was good to start with. I thought Paul was terrible. Harry might be okay. But I just nice. think instantly, at a first look, I don't think these three people are going to be as good at being traitors as season one's lot. But guys, you know when... I think they'll surprise you. True. Do you know when Claudia tipped um, Harry and he the smirk Smirk. and he licked his lips? But the fact that he obviously made a noise and like, I just, I'm like, I just, I'm like, oh my God. Like I was honestly, when he licked his lips, I was like, oh my God. But he really is into it. I just was like, oh God, you're going to really, you know... You're going to really give it away. And then so Diane, and was Diane like, heard him licking. Yeah. She was she like, what noise did you make? And then <laughs> thankfully for Harry, the guy sitting to the left of him was like, oh no, that was me. Yeah. Again. Yeah. What? That, that was an absolute like Just godsend. Total that, that man. Yeah. He made a slurping noise when he didn't. Oh my God. Now I'm with you guys. I didn't think they were going to do three again. And obviously we now know there's going to be a twist and there'll be four. But I kind of like that they've done a similar number because I think a lot of the debate among the faithfuls is going to be how many are we trying to get out here? Yes. Like, there could be seven. There could be one. So I think that's kind of like a good, like, head fuck to start off with. And I like the added element that they've given us something this year, <clears throat> excuse me, for us to play along with. Because normally we see everything. Yeah. And this time we're not seeing everything. And that's fun. Yeah. It was nice yeah. to know. Like, so we found out kind great of, for the you know, there great, no for the one, great for the podcast. No one was getting murdered. Uh, but that obviously they were going to have to enlist the help of another uh, murderer to go on a killing spree and another traitor basically do we want to say who we think it is now like who do you think it is yeah well let's talk about our options so there's four of them we've got either diane the retired teacher and new gay icon (laughs) and we've got miles um we've got andrew yeah andrew who's very interesting to me and we've got sonia who is a bit of a breakout another gay icon again yeah (laughs) another gay icon for me I would be going Miles. I don't know why. I just like his energy. He feels like a leader. And I feel like he would do that dance between traitor and faithful easily. So yeah. just on instinct, that's who I'd be pushing for. I know Harry is going to push for Diane, but I think that's the wrong choice for the wrong reason. I'd what do you guys think? Diane. <laughs> so I would I Diane, there. because what's going to happen is if they choose Diane she's going to go from being so suspicious of your man to unfortunately maybe being like oh no I think it's this person and it might look like a gear change and people yeah. suspect her I, I just I would probably if I was them kill Diane because she was already onto them and even though I love her I don't actually I, I want Diane to like be actually I do want her to be a traitor but I'm thinking yeah. they're in their heads and then yeah, maybe same. list your right hand and maybe Miles or Andrew I would, I think that, like, when I was watching it last night, I was like, oh, I would absolutely recruit Diane to get her off our backs. True. Um, is that too obvious, though? Yeah, maybe it's too, yeah, maybe it is too obvious. It could expose and, and I also your man, think, young fella, too soon. If you recruit, yeah, I think, okay, so I think that I would yeah, recruit Diane, true. and I think that they have recruited her, because her face in, like, towards the end of the episode, like, after we knew whoever they'd recruited had been told, I think that her face was the one that gave it away the most. Yeah. Look, I could obviously be completely proven wrong later on tonight, but I think I'd go down. I think they've picked her. The problem could be is that 
the other traitors. I think your man is it Paul, the ginger fella. Yeah. I think that he's just really obvious. If I was, say, Harry or Ash or whoever the new traitor is, I'd be getting them in the little lobby. I'd be like, guys, at the round table tonight, let's all club together and fuck your man out and we'll only oh, three again. you're such a bitch in that couple, I know. Brendan. But I love like, it. I just don't, I think Paul would just rumble you. I'd be like, get rid of him now and there'd be three of us and we'll sh- and I'd be like, and we'll share the mm. prize, guys. Mm. Yeah, you'd go Wilfred on it, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not. I just think it's so soon to do that. I just think he's going around like a bloody Cheshire cat. Well, can we talk about the fact that somebody asked um, <laughs> yeah. Ash, was she a traitor Sonia. at the breakfast? And she nearly... It was Sonia. <laughs> Sonia. She honestly froze. Like, she froze. I didn't know what to say. But that's it. I watched the show and I go, oh, I'd be really good traitor next time. I said, if someone asked me at breakfast, I would have froze as well. There the next morning. Like, you haven't even had your orange juice and you're getting rattled it. by Sonia with the knitting. Sonia was like literally holding like a croissant and... <laughs> And then Ash was sitting there like with an orange juice and she was like real easy to be like, Ash, are you a traitor? And Ash (laughs) completely choked and she just kept going, sorry, I can't hear you. When I tell you Sonia was like one foot away from her, there was no way that she couldn't hear her. She went deaf for a moment. But come here, do we think Sonia's a genius or do we think she asked every single person and it's edited or do we think that was luck? I don't know. I, I don't I, know. I, yeah, I think Sonia's an icon. That's oh, all I do know guys, about Guys, I meant to say to you, there was another part of the episode that I was gagged, right? And it was the night that the traitors um, were were finding out who the other traitors were, right? So they had been chosen by Claudia. They all had a drink after. The three traitors all sat, sat together. down together. And I nearly... They sat side by side. I honestly was... Yeah, it was, I was brilliant. gasping. Yeah. They happened because you know why? They were all exhausted after finding out. And then they all were like, oh my God, I need to sit. Here's a bench. Here's a bench. I need to sit. And they all needed to sit at the same time. Yeah, it was brilliant. Oh my good it was very God. Good. It was one of those moments where I was like, oh, yeah. I just couldn't get over that. It was one of my favorite moments from last night's episode. And I also liked the way that when they were revealing themselves in the Traitor's Turret for the first time, that they just put two of them in and left them hanging. And then they brought in Ash then, like, you know, like 10 seconds later to be like, oh, there is three. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, yeah. them two were so unimpressed by Ash because yeah. they were both like, oh I'm so glad it's you I'm so glad it's you and then they were so underwhelmed by Ash coming in but I I just think Ash she could be a little Amanda vibe I oh. would just I think she's going to last longer than them two yeah. Egypt things she's she nice other than yeah. choking at the breakfast table she's definitely choking. doing a better job than the two lads yeah, by a mile yeah they uh, they're, and also just your your man I need to get equipped with everyone's names guys but your man is Harry, a, Harry Paul yeah. and Harry Harry going for the shield in the first challenge I just sometimes think if I was a traitor I'm like, I think you need to stop being so front and centre so soon. Yeah. There's in a 22 way, of you, you can hide. There's 22 of you. Hang back a little bit. Be everyone's pal. Wait a sec. Go for the shield in the second or third round. Like, going straight away is like, mm, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I'm overthinking it. But that whole shield thing now, that kind of new element to the series is going to uh, cause a few ructions. Yeah, you know? so last year the shields would protect you from banishment. But yeah, so if you were chosen to be murdered, murder. you could not go home if yeah. you had the shield. But this time, they protect you from murder. So what I'm wondering is, say if somebody manages to get a shield unbeknownst to everyone. So obviously in last night's episode, we knew that they got the shields, right? Could, could a situation arise where somebody gets a shield, the traitors don't know they have it, they decide to murder them, think they've killed them, Everyone arrives at breakfast the next morning and the person the traitors think they've murdered is still alive. 
Yeah. I think that's yeah. what they're going for. Yeah. And I think that's why, because they've changed how the shields work yeah. and they've made them more obvious. Remember last year, you'd go into the room with the, the boxes. God, yes. guys, I honestly I think can't that's even gone. wrap my head around it. So basically now, just get me right here. So you win a shield on a mission, right? It protects you from mm. being murdered, but it can't protect you from banishment. Yeah. Guys, it, Which is the opposite of what it did yeah. last year. So like, yes. oh my God, that's going to really cause, oh, I, it's like a game within a game. I wouldn't yeah. have to get my head around it. But it's fucking with the traitors. It it's fucking with yeah. the traitors. It is. Because, it was, because otherwise they're fucking with everyone. I love that. So though. I would imagine they're going to give them opportunities to get a shield in a more discreet way than in the first yeah. episode. Yeah, it was a because bit in the first episode it was all in the lake. But if yeah. you remember, like the, there's loads of missions last year where people are gone off in twos and threes and yeah. ones, and they're all around the grounds. Like you can grab a shield I, on your I own. I cannot wow. wait for the morning where the where someone comes to breakfast who they think they've murdered, and, and they're like, "Surprise, yeah. surprise bitch! bitch. It's surprise, me. bitch!" So last guys, night, uh, let's talk about the challenge for a second, guys. It was Kamali, okay. Harry, and Jazz. Uh, they have the shield, so they can't be murdered. Well, obviously Harry can't because. He's a second traitor. Um, who do you think is the fourth traitor? If you had just one name, Diane. One name. Diane. Miles. I think the uh, the fella that does the weights, Andrew. Yeah. Although they did a little shot of the fourth traitor walking last night from the back with the cloak on, and Miles is a tall, broad man, and it yeah. did not look like a tall, broad man. <laughs> oh. So it could well be a woman. Yeah. Um, and they did kind of, Diane was front and centre and then she kind of, they didn't show her as much towards the end. That made me think, and she yeah. said one thing sitting on a chair where she grinned. She was like, oh, you never know when a traitor could be listening. Yeah. And then she smirked and I was like, oh, it's definitely it's, you. You think it's her. Um, yeah, Do you think, yeah. guys, because last year we had two people that went in there and it was unearthed that they were actually in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Do we think that anybody knows each other? Yeah. Potentially. And if so... Who? My theory is there are two veterinary nurses yes. in there. And I just wonder, that is a, it's not a unique job, but out of 21 people to have two veterinary nurses, I just wonder now. And is Miles one of those? Process. Is Miles one of the vets? I can't. Yeah, it's Miles yeah. and then a woman called Evie. So Miles went, oh, you know, it's not as glamorous as everyone thinks it is. And I was like, would we have categorized veterinary nursing as glamorous? I would imagine like you've got your hand up a cow's backside. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have, was, Yeah, he was like, oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't like, it's a great job. I just yeah, wouldn't oh, no, have thought. It's a great I, job. I, it wouldn't not scream. glamour. Glamour. It doesn't scream Jill Bigelow no. and a blow dry. No. 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 That's an unusual one. Yeah, he yeah. was like, yeah, he's like, it's not as glamorous as you might think. God. Like I didn't think it was. So, guys, tonight we're going to find out who the fourth traitor is, and we're going to find out who the first victim will be as well—the first person murdered. Yeah, and I guess like what a nice. Yeah, this, yeah. I mean, I, I would have no idea who's going to get murdered first, unless they don't choose Diane as a traitor. Yeah, she could be the first but one. To I be hate killed. that though because she's so iconic that you'd be so devo to lose. She her. looks really familiar. Oh my god, I'd stick Diane in the secret room that I've made up in my head. <laughs> What secret room? The one that I think when you pull on the like, a candlestick candle and then and the, it, wall the wall turns. opens and then she's <laughs> in there and she's deciding on shields or something. You know? Right. But well, I maybe do, that's yeah. the plan with the producers because obviously we didn't get to know anybody last year, but maybe they were like, look, we've really we've really grown icons with this show. Yeah. So let's give it a couple of nights. And if anyone gets murdered that we really think will drop the yeah. ratings, secret room. Do you know the way I, they brought people back last year? Diane's someone, if she is killed off in the first episode, they, they have back, yeah. to bring back. Um, oh God, yeah. I think there's definitely maybe if two people don't know each other I feel like someone who's told us that their job is like oh 
ex-army that their job is actually something else. There's a lot. There's a lot. Like, we're not being told everything. And I think the fact that they're hiding the fourth traitor from us so the viewers can play along Mm. this time means that there's going to be more of those kind of elements for reveals to happen to us. People could know each other. Uh, I'd I'd say there's definitely two people in there who know each other. Also, what about... 100%. There's three that were in the army as well. Oh, yeah. In circles. In circles. Claudia was like, I don't have enough words to describe the green what the green boat are doing <laughs> one of the one of the women i don't know what her name is she was absolutely fuming hold on i have to get her up she was fuming that the boat was going in circles big fight back in the castle can we also talk about claudia's wardrobe that sweater vest the yeah. tweed jacket the red gloves and the yeah. soliloquist camera yeah the red glove guys how and the we, delivery of that final envelope how do we it. feel about claudia knocking on the bedroom door so, speaking to you guys. it's very carrie bradshaw in season one it of sex is. in the city really i don't is. know if i, I lived for it I oh brendan no you loved it come on i was watching it with my friend last night and he hasn't seen season one and he was like it's quite camp and i was like yes oh my god <laughs> yeah. it really is and the soundtrack gangsta's paradise oh, the soundtrack is unbelievable insomnia it was it's very faithless that needle drop of faithless when the when the um the task thing was lighting up during the first mission i was like this is gorgeous yeah. shots of everyone in bed guys in their rooms worth every Sonia step. knitting with a with an eye mask on <laughs> What? No. She's asking. She can play both roles. Yeah. I cried. Andrew in the full nip doing wait. <laughs> oh my god, my my fellow was like, "What is going on?" What he saw. I that? loved it. Now, do you think the very end of the mission? I was like, she was like, "Oh, you've two minutes left," and there was a cluster of them in the middle of the lock. Now, no. if it wasn't the BBC, you'd be like, "Ah, oh, they fudged the time." But because it's the BBC, it makes you think that they'd be really strict. I don't know, guys. It was very convenient, wasn't it? And it was the exact same as last year. We were holding our breath till they blew up those wooden rabbits. So, like, no. I remember in the first mission last year, somebody got so stressed they vomited. They threw threw up. Sorry, Rebecca's about to spit water everywhere. Someone got so stressed. Someone got so stressed in the first mission in season one. They vomited. They threw up. Imagine vomiting in front of Claudia Winkleman. I'd be so embarrassed. I would. I'd vomit if someone asked me at breakfast if I was a traitor. And then poor Aaron had a bloody panic attack at the first round table. Oh my god! No, believe Aaron at the first round table. Oh, that was so. I feel like your man um, Harry is like this season's Aaron. Yeah. Similar vibes. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, can I tell you an interesting fact about him? I don't know what this means or why I find it so fascinating, but he has 11 siblings. Wow. And I just think that's very unique. Yeah. And, you know, when you grow up in a big, busy house, I just, I wouldn't underestimate him. You're like, is there another sibling in the treasures? Yeah. Oh. Well, I wasn't thinking Imagine. about that, but now I'm going back but to also, everyone. Hannah, you're right. He's able to manage loads of different personalities. And Eleven different siblings. Yeah. You'd have to be. You're fighting for your life. Yeah. You're fighting for your dinner. Like you don't, you eat, know, you don't eat. Do you ever get to? Do, have you ever spent one-on-one time with your parents? Like you don't get a second in your house. So, yeah. and then he went into the army. That's an interesting background, guys. He's, even though he's young, I just you can't underestimate him. I think he's someone who's beyond his years, and he's going to do well. Who was the nice guy that won it last year? Was it Kieran? Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both, 
in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Uh, no, uh, they have group with them won it last year. Yeah, it was so Wilf lost. Oh, sorry, at the spoiler last alert, minute. Jesus. Yeah, I forgot. They yeah, like Meryl and a few others. All there was like three or four of them, wasn't it? Yeah, who's that guy that did it for his mom? He reminds me of Harry. Aaron. Let me look him up. Aaron. Oh, was, was that? Oh, yeah. that was Aaron. Aaron. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kieran was the older guy. Yeah, Aaron. Okay, he, so yeah, Kieran was a parting Kieran, gift. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my god yes that was so good oh, okay so good um so guys we're going to find out tonight uh who who the fourth the fourth traitor is and is. who's going to be killed and i just feel like this series is going to be more twisty and turny like i'd say there could be a case where like the four original traitors like we could have com- a complete new set of traitors yeah. before the end of the series yeah. i'd say it's going to change that much it is and if they keep getting voted out too early they're going to have to maybe they'll get someone in the secret room to choose other ones you know yeah. you don't you're mad for a secret room i hope I, I hope she gets it now she talked about it so much we did a poll guys so we're kind of oh, we're not really live tweeting but we're on twitter during the time the traders is on because yeah. this is a very new direction for us we've mm. never done a reality show no. we need to build the audience so we did a poll <laughs> <laughs> who do you think the fourth trader is and the results are in okay uh, in last place is Andrew with 9.4% of the votes in tell me why you think per- it is it is I think it's him <laughs> Well, that's a unique perspective you're coming in with, Reb. Um, in third place, it's the icon herself, um, Sonia, um, with 13.4% of the votes. Right. In second place, it's my guy, Miles, 33.9%. And coming out on top, a lot of people think they went for Diane, 43.3% of the votes. Yeah. I, I feel like Diane would be great. She's just going to have to play it a really big game now because she has been very suspicious, you know. But then I suppose a faithful would be suspicious, so she could keep going with that. Um, that's interesting, Hannah. So most people think it is Diane. Yeah, Diane and then otherwise Miles. I um, saw a really funny tweet from somebody uh, called at Hussy by name. And they said, my major issue with being a traitor is that I'd have to stay up later than all of the faithfuls. (laughs) And that would be me. I'm like, I need to go to bed. I'd be worried that I'd be, say, guys, say we were in there and the three of us were traitors. I'd be like, I'll see you later. I'm worried I'd be like, I'll see you later. And everyone would be like, what do you mean? (laughs) Later. Uh, uh, Later at breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> me getting in the car to go back to the B&B. <laughs> They're de- individual lodgings. Yeah, the Premier Inn, pet. Oh, my God. I would honestly pay money to see the individual lodgings because I feel like they're not anyway like the rest. No, no, definitely <laughs> um, not. Guys, well, we have here's some of your thoughts and theories that you sent into us um, to at ShrinePod on social and to ShrinePodcast.com uh, with lovely voice notes. First up, Johnny emailed us, right? shrinepod at gmail.com Johnny says hey chaps I'm so excited for the pod just a little message to say I'm already obsessed and my partner said that I was talking in my sleep last night saying I'm 100% faithful (laughs) hilarious Um, so Johnny says I'm obsessed with Diane and the way she figured out a traitor within two seconds thank you so much for keeping on with the podcast Um, Sarah's been on right Sarah says so hoping Diane has been picked as the fourth traitor if she hasn't she will rumble them all I've refrained from watching the next episode as I want to listen to the podcast thank you Sarah Sarah, thank yes. you. Uh, Wayne says, Diana's terrifying. If the traitors have any sense, they'll murder her as soon as possible. Here's hoping they don't. She's so. very stern. Oh, yeah. She's, she's like, a, she's a retired teacher, guys. Oh, she's got those te- scary teacher. teacher vibes. Yeah. yeah. Or is she? Uh, Craig says Andrew is the fourth traitor. He's too jacked and too much of an easy target to take the heat off the original three. Don't judge a book by its cover, Pat, no. 2024. Terry. Plimmer, friend of the podcast since the early days, says, Aubrey, he's very astute. He's shaping <laughs> up to be the waspish John of this series. Oh my God, John. Oh my vicious. God. Who was John? John was the vicious Scottish man. Oh, he oh. was vicious is the only word I can use. He called vicious. <laughs> he if was. If called me vicious, I'd be so he, Do you not remember how but vicious he was? No, he was. no, he was. Yeah, he was nasty to Aaron. First, uh, sorry, vicious. this is what Terry went on to I've say. Googled him and yes, he was vicious. Vicious. Yeah, great TV. First, uh, Terry says, three traitors may as well be walking around with signs on. Yeah. They don't seem particularly <laughs> ready at keeping undercover. Um, Emma says, Paul is giving me Wilf vibes. I'm unsure about Ash so far. Harry seems clever, but he could end up cracking under the pressure. Diane is our Northern Irish queen. And obviously, I'm obsessed with Claudia. Yes. This is the best reality to- show on TV. And Agreed. And you guys are podcasting about it. It's Thank so, you so good, much, Emma. Emma. Um, Rosa says, or Rosa says, uh, the fourth traitor is definitely a man. She says the cloaked figure looked way too big and bulky to be dainty oh Diane. <laughs> I think this will turn out to be a bad move uh, from the other three as Diane is onto them already. Um, and I also saw a tweet from a fellow named Aaron who wrote, he didn't write to us, he just wrote in general to the abyss. He says, <laughs> please stop putting shows online before they air on TV. I've everything muted and I'm still fighting for my life all morning to try and avoid spoilers for the traitors. I won't click yeah, well, no, well uh, luckily for us and everyone, I think only the first three are being put up on iPlayer. And then after that, it's only one a night on TV. It's not on uh, the internet ahead of time. Go, I and guys, yeah, I hate, it ruins it. Everyone knows how we feel about this. Rebecca's done many a monologue during <laughs> Vigil, um, our coverage of Vigil. But like, I have not been using Twitter because it became this horrible cesspit yeah. that that man took over it changed the name but I went back on last night (laughs) and I just had so much fun because when you follow a hashtag like hashtag traders it's just a warm community of people you know it's a safe happy place there's so many funny people there's so many good memes there's so many good theories that I just had a ball being on again and I'm like you only get this when we all sit down together and unite in a world that needs to be united by television and a nice distraction with not that many 
you know it's not that important but it's fun and I loved it and I just want us all to do that together it's nothing even to do with the podcast I just liked being online with everyone and doing reading the funnies it's the best listen fingers crossed now they just do you know it on the TV and leave it at that. Um, finally, this morning, this morning, today, I don't know what time this what time is. At, this? What time um, are you listening? Finally, today, at whatever time you're listening, <laughs> at whatever time you're listening, we've got in third this time note to shrinepodcast.com <gasps> from Charlotte. Love the traitors, so excited for its return. Um, guess I've got a kind of a question and an observation. So, I love the clips um, of the contestants as they're getting ready for bed. Um, when Andrew was pumping his iron, I, I thought that was funny enough. But then when, um, what's the lady's name? Is it Sonia? When when it cut to her doing her knitting with a face mask on, not face mask, eye mask, should I say, in bed, I creased. I thought, what a queen. <laughs> um, so it just got me thinking, what would my... Um, you know, activities be that I'd allow them to film for for <laughs> TV to be on the traitors. So yeah, what what would your guys' um, uh, skills be um, if you were on the traitors before bed? Before I love this question. Oh, I probably love this. I probably have like an LED mask on, listening to a meditation oasis podcast. I don't think that would translate very well, but that's what I'd be doing. You'd have a mask. You would. I see. Have a mask on, and I'd be listening to a meditation. Your activity would be having a sit and a sheet. That's very glamorous. Sheet mask, yeah. LED mask. What about you? Well, they're probably not going to let us watch TV or scroll on our phones, so I'll probably read a book. Oh yeah, lovely. What book would you be reading? I'm reading Strange Sally Diamond at the moment. (gasps) Strange Um, Sally Diamond. <laughs> so I think I'd bring that on, or I might, I might um, actually peruse my bookshelf and try and bring something on that like has a, a clue about me. If anyone like looked oh. deeper into it, like escape room vibes, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, Hannah, let us know what you think is strange. Down. I'm traumatized, is what I yeah. think. I thought it was yeah. really lovely, and now I've got to the traumatized <laughs> bit. So page turn, that's though. really good. Yeah. It's a page turner mm-hmm. um, once you get through the horror. So, yes. But I'm really enjoying it, I think. Uh, it's, yes. it's very good. Reb, what would yours be? Um, I think I'd be consulting my... The cards, cards. Reb. Oh, I, of course. I think I'd be sitting in a robe, uh, maybe velvet, <laughs> maybe sheer with a little fluffy sleeve, and I would be turning over my tarot cards and a crystal yeah. ball would be getting a rub. And you know what, Rebecca, yeah. you'd be all over Twitter. That screenshot, you'd be icon status straight away and everyone would be dying to know what you think. I am really interested on that point to see the clairvoyant Crazy. in action now this series. The clairvoyant sonographer. Yeah. Air Forces. What a past is that? I wonder, yeah. can she guess the gender of your child before the 20 week scan? <laughs> before she scans. Well, probably a match if she turns out to be really good at uh, sussing people out. Uh, yeah, I just I love it. I, I love, love it. it. I love I'm it. so obsessed. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, Hannah, you are now going to ta- chat about a few dark horses, you think, among the cast. Yeah, so I have read, it's an actual brilliant article that the BBC have up in their media centre where they've done, so we saw snippets of Claudia's interviews with all of the 21 contestants. So they've basically written out the full answers. Everybody gets the same five or six questions and it's a good hour long read, but I think it's brilliant in telling to everyone. So I've just taken a few that I think are ones to watch will really stand out answers. And then I've done a few honourable mentions. Now these may change over the series, but I'm starting off with Andrew, who is our 45 year old insurance broker from Talbot Green. Is that in London? I don't know. Talbot Green. 
Don't sure. know. Right, someone can tell us. So he's he's the kind of like really thick guy. We saw him lifting weights with his uh, top off. Oh no, he's Welsh. Um, oh yeah, he is yeah, he's Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. He's from Wales. Right, so that's in Wales. A, a million billion apologies to everyone. Um, okay, so he's really really fit. Interesting background. So he had a big road accident. He was actually pronounced dead. He was in a coma for a number of weeks. He was told he would never walk again. And he is back to like a a pretty peak level of fitness. So he is a real empath. He says people really open up to him. And he's going in with this mental health focus. So he's going in. A Welsh accent. I'd open up to a Welsh accent. Yeah. And I think just the background that he's had, like, I mean, the man died and came back to life. Like, essentially, that is what's happened. And I think. It's a great story and I think people feel like they can open up to him. So I think that's a really great skill set to have in there. His drive is also to make a better life for his family and he wants to win that money. He would ideally love to set up a gym with a physical and mental health focus. So like really connecting the two. And I just think people are going to underestimate him as a bit of like a beefcake. And um, I I just think he's one to watch. I think that's a very interesting background with a very interesting skill set that he's bringing to the table. So that's... Andrew next up is Anthony he's also 45 now we're sleeping on Anthony because the man is a chess coach and the traders is a game Mm. of chess so I am fascinated by him he's from Birmingham he's really really good at managing his emotions he has not thought about the money once so when uh, Claudia asked him in the extended interview what would you do with the money? He's like, that's not how I go into these chess tournaments. I go into win and I'll deal with that after. He's the only person that gave that answer, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, and he says his game plan is all about timing. So he's going to be adaptable. So one minute he might be your best friend. The next minute he might throw someone under the bus. He's okay. kind of doing the Wilfred thing of like constantly changing um, and reacting to He's the players that are on the to board. Grab a shield in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. No, and I just I I really hope he stays in for a while because I think having a chess coach in this game is really fascinating. He also said, "quote Everybody is expendable, so he oh. will just knock players off the board." Um. Next up in our ones to watch is Diane. Yeah. So we love her. She's a sixty-three-year-old retired teacher from Lancashire. Really interesting answers to the yeah, questions, she's from guys. Lancashire. Wow. From Lancashire, she said straight out, she did not want to be a trader. No interest. Wants Mm. to be a faithful. Thinks she will be rubbish at being a trader. Actually, one of the least confident interviews. There's a lot of people that are in there that I'm a great liar. I'm really fit. I'm this, I'm that. She's kind of... A lot of people say that. And then, you know, when when push comes to shove, they can't... Yeah, she was like, I'll be okay. I'll be all right at that. I, I don't want to be a trader. Like, just yeah. a very different vibe than what's, what's coming across. I thought that was interesting. I couldn't figure out her accent. Lancashire, but she must have moved. Yeah. Um, yeah. She has experience working with, quote, very difficult kids. That was the okay. type of, of work she did. And I think that's interesting because that gives you a certain level of control, empathy, patience, understanding. Um, she also says that she will use her game plan is to use humor to her benefit. So I think a lot of the looks that, that she is serving, mm. frankly, um, are actually kind of tongue in cheek. Sorry, I loved in the breakfast room when she was like, we don't all need to hug each other. <laughs> I forgot. I you know what I mean. That. She's a sarcastic queen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Miles, who I am intrigued by, he's a 36 year old veterinary nurse from Birmingham. Or what is int- he? 
Or is he? Um, he says he's good at lying and good at spotting a liar. And that was one of the most straight, confident answers to that question. He says people underestimate him. I think he's very likable. I think he gives leader qualities. And he says he'll do what he needs to do, but he'll do it with balance. And I think that's what got Wilf so far. So yeah. he was a nice guy. But if someone had to go, he would just get that done. Um, then my last two. So I did actually put Paul in our ones to watch. Now listen to this, Go right? On. He's a 36-year-old business manager from Manchester, but he has a past in stand-up comedy. And I just think stand-up was one of the hardest things to do. I think you have to be so confident, but so self-deprecating. Mm. I think you have to have a really good read on people and life and I think there's really something psychological in being confident enough that your humour will, like, carry to a room. Yeah. So I just think that's very interesting. Was Paul the one that when they were chatting on the train about what they do and who they are, he said that he worked, like, something to do with, like, IT or tech or something. He's like, but I'm just in the sales part. He really belittled what Mm. he did. And I was like, that's not the department you work in. I can fucking Mm. smell it off you. Yeah. That's not what you do. Some other interesting facts. Like us, he's obsessed with escape rooms. Oh, yeah. So he's been training. Literally done one. (laughs) One. I was so Um, over and bad at it. He says, when Claudia Claudia touches my shoulder, which I thought was very confident, he said, when Claudia touches my shoulder, I'm never washing again. And his game plan is, and I thought this was very interesting because nobody said it, is to focus on the missions. So his whole plan is to be so necessary during those missions yeah, uh, in terms of physicality and winning that they will not get rid of him. And I thought that's very interesting. Wilf used to get really involved and try really hard and all. So then people like, it makes you like them more because then you're like, oh, they really are a good team player. Oh, Rebecca's going to bag us 15 grand here. Don't murder her. Don't murder her. And I think that's good. You have to think like that. So he says you have to come across genuine and open and he really admires Hannah from season one for that. And I think she was great. She really flew into the radar um and then my last one to watch of course one of the most fascinating people in there it's Sonia she's 66 <laughs> now she's her. a volunteer business mentor she's also guys Astrexis from Lancashire <laughs> who else is 66 and from Lancashire Sonia Diane, Diane. But, well she's 63 I'm putting years on her but you know oh, they're in a very similar age bracket are they siblings Maybe they're in a knitting circle together. I'm just interested in that now. So Sonia's game plan, no joke, quote unquote, is to knit her way to the final. Um, But listen to this. She had a 41-year-old non-verbal autistic son who only died two years ago. And she went into really interesting detail about the fact that he is non-verbal and that she had 41 years experience reading his cues. And I think that's absolutely fascinating. She can get a lot more serious than she lets on. She's very motivated by her son. Um, She knows that she's going to be a big presence in there, but she think, I think that will have people underestimate her. She is a business mentor. Well, then if if the Ash thing, if Ash choking on her croissant wasn't obvious enough, if Sonia is even better at picking up nonverbal cues than we are, she's like, Ash, you're a bloody traitor. Yeah. 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 Like, 
I think she'd be a brilliant person to recruit. She's very motivated by her son and she's very used to complex negotiations and work. Like she's a mentor. So she's coming in mm. to business scenarios and helping people Hannah, really navigate awful. difficult things. So I think that's fascinating. Hannah, all, of the, all of your insights there are brilliant because you just get to know people a bit more. And I think it's so important. Out. But also what you said about, um, is it Paul, the ginger fella who's the traitor? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what your observation of that's very interesting because I would have thought that because he's a, he's a stand-up comedy past is that he just went in all talk being like, I'm going to be a great traitor, I'm going to be a great traitor. And then he actually just wants a bit of screen time and he's actually not going to be any good at all. Mm. So I would have thought that yeah. if, he, if, if he wasn't working as a business manager now. Yeah. So if they sent him in and his job was stand-up comedian, I'd be like, hmm, he did it in the past. I don't think he does it anymore. So I'm like, that's a really interesting combination of person. It is, isn't it? It is, and it is, it is. And the thing I love about this show so much is that people have so many layers and you mm. just don't know what way it's going to go and the secrets yeah. you're hiding. And I think that it's deliberately being produced and designed that it's going to be even more unpredictable, twisty yeah. and turny over the next four weeks. Thank you for watching along with us. Um, if you Brendan, know anyone... very quickly, very quickly, yeah. I've got some tiny quick honourable mentions oh. right I'm not going into detail but just a few bullet points okay Aubrey um, he wanted to be a trader because he loves cloaks okay <laughs> so we just need to just keep an eye on that but he also plans to fall in with the pack which I think is a great plan Harry went into uh, immense detail about having no fears but then said if a spider crawled on him he'd flip out <laughs> so I think that is a fear pet um, Johnny who was ex-army he lost a leg in Afghanistan I think he said he had even gone as far as watching the Dutch version for research like he is coming in prepped yeah um Molly she plans to make as many friends as possible and deflect attention now I think that's yeah deflect attention away from you for a while to try and deflect the radar last longer sometimes um Tracy uh, the clairvoyant (laughs) um she was asked what she's going to bring to the game and she did not mention that she is psychic or that she is clairvoyant that none of those skills will be brought to the game by her which I thought was fascinating but I think it's interesting that she used to be in the air forces she's ex-army yeah she's a sceneographer clairvoyant ex-army what a CV wow and just a last honourable mention for Zach who is a a parliamentary affairs advisor and I just think politics Plus yeah, this game. True. Interesting. True. Interesting. True. They're all my honourable mentions. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Hannah. That was uh, an incredible roundup of all of the uh, contestants. Right, uh, we are so excited to watch uh, how this develops over the next four weeks. Three episodes a week. Thank you for watching along with us and listening to our podcast the day after. If there's anyone you know that's a fan of the Traitors, please copy the link, Spotify, Apple, wherever you are, to our podcast. Open your WhatsApp, send it to them and tell anyone you think that would like The Traitors and our podcast to get involved, watch it on TV, and then listen to us. Um, we will be back with you after tomorrow's, well, after tonight's episode. We're back tomorrow. Yes. After tonight's episode. And the same after every episode of The Traitors is out. You can contact us with all of your thoughts and theories. As you know, we love a voice note now. Shrinepodcasts.com is our website. Go on there. There's a big fat link. You press on it and you can send us a voice note. We'd love to hear from you. You can also still DM us. Uh, we are at ShrinePod or email us ShrinePod at gmail.com. We will be back tomorrow uh, forever faithful. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.